was just step by step by step, even long before I knew what it was that I was building. I was just, I was just always someone that was explorative and creative and that has led me. Here, a, a willingness to honor that intuition in a world that tells you not. Welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I am, of course, your host with the most feel better. And on this episode, we have Lauren Saunders, the Canadian mindset coach. Now, I was super happy to have Lauren on the show because she actually shares some tips on how you can maximize your time for business. And uh, that just that has helped me so much in this episode. So hopefully you guys have a lot of other stuff in this show and you'll learn so much. So without further ado, let's uh, just listen in to what Lauren has to share with us just start. So Lauren, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's a pleasure having you. I was really looking forward to this season, um, to having a female entrepreneur in the digital world because I had a few last season, but I really wanted to get someone a little higher up, you know, someone who's a little further along, not saying they're not, but you (laughs) seem to, uh, from everything I've read about you and your, your profile, uh, you're, you're at the level that I think I, um, I can capable of jumping into, you know? <laughs> Everybody is, absolutely. Right? So tell us a little bit about yourself, a uh, short like elevator speech. Yeah, well, first of all, thanks so much for having me. I just, I love connecting with other entrepreneurs, especially through podcasts. Um, yeah, so my name is Lauren Saunders. I am a business mentor and I specifically focus not just on helping people with their marketing strategy uh, within their business. And I, I work with a lot of people who also have online businesses. However, um, I have helped business owners in just about every niche, every industry. Uh, but specifically moving forward, I'm really focusing on helping other course creators, other coaches, other mentors. Um, yeah, so I help people with their marketing strategy, growing their audience, that kind of thing. But um, more predominantly than that, what I really love to focus on is all of the energy manifestation mindset stuff, because in my experience, and I'm a very firm believer, that is really where 95% of our capability to be successful is. We are energetic beings. We are uh, really just drawing to us what it is that we're putting out there into the world. And our business is a perfect reflection of that. So for me, my business has grown over the last three years, not as I've you know, changed my marketing. Not, in fact, I feel like I do less marketing than at the very beginning when I was making no money, when I was like (laughs) following all of the experts and I was buying into the super expensive programs that were very specific about Facebook ads and all this stuff. The more that I've let that go and moved instead into the energy work, up-leveling my, my being, up-leveling my identity. That's where results have come in. That's where my financial reality has shifted in drastic ways. Um, yeah, it's all, it's all energy. <laughs> I love it. Be, oh, it's so good because it's, you're just showing that another way to get the business because before I was, it's really weird. I'm reading a book on Donald Trump and I feel bad that I'm reading the book, but it's um, from his niece, the, his, I think it's Mary Trump, his, his niece that is strange and all that. So it's very interesting seeing how he's grown up and also looking at how the, I grew up as well in kind of seeing some not similarities but like some of the struggles he's had and I've figured out myself and I'm yeah. like I see that change like everyone's going to a more positive because before we didn't know how to be business people 
right? Well, it's interesting talking about Donald Trump because he is quite a phenomenal manifester. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's, he's amazing. He's amazing at manifesting. And when you hear him speak, manifestation, for those of you who are maybe new um, mm-hmm. to it, is really just like what you, you get what you focus on. And the more that you are able to believe in something, the faster it comes into your reality. And Donald Trump is someone who speaks with conviction around what it is that he wants and what it is that he's setting his intentions on, right? Um, I mean, I was even shocked when he won the presidency the yeah, first time. I was time. as well. I was like, is, <laughs> but is, okay. It's his manifestation powers, you know? So, yeah. And yeah, and I, I'm, now that you said it, looking back on my life, I'm like, well, I was always depressed and I was always being depressed. I was focusing on my depression, 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 mm-hmm. depression. It just feeds the cycle. And afterwards, when I broke yeah. the cycle or was able to finally break the cycle, amazing things have happened. Like I launched my digital market marketing agency um, this year and I'm going fun with that. I'm just doing local businesses, helping the local businesses around me for their, uh, during the pandemic. Cause you know, I want, yeah. I don't want, I don't want to lose, you know, lose pizzeria, which is a great pizzeria for my youth. You know, yeah. I don't want to lose that. That's I great. want other kids to have it. So I'm like, you know what? I know how to use Instagram and all that. I, a small fee for them, you know, and I'm like, look, I'll handle it. You don't have to worry about it. Let me take care of all this and figure out the craziness. You keep making good pizza. (laughs) One thing I'll say about marketing, because it's not that it's not important. Mm. I market myself in all kinds of ways. It's that marketing is important. And the actions we take in our businesses is is important um, because it empowers us, right? Without knowing the actions to take or how to market yourself, Mm -hmm. you're probably not really believing in your success, right? So I'm actually all about equipping people with very specific marketing strategies that feel good to them and put them in a place of power and believing that what they want is coming. That's yeah, that's, that's great. That's perfect. You know, you're, you're helping them to each of the clients, your each client, it's not just like here, have this raincoat, it fits everyone. No, here's a tailored raincoat exactly. for you that will make yep. you feel good and comfortable, which we all want. Yep. We all want that special feeling and you're yep. being able to do that in your service. That's amazing. Um, is your audience just, is it mostly business owners or it's, a it's of- a, it's a little bit of everything. People okay, who awesome. are becoming business owner. Cause they saw like, Oh my God, drop shipping is an amazing thing. I want to try drop shipping or, you know, print on demand or uh, business networking, stuff like that. So there's some of those. And then there's people who are like already really expensive people who have been gracious enough to listen to my podcast. So it's, it's a very varying degrees. I do have, what I really like is I've seen a growth in my female audience since I've been having some uh, female podcast, uh, female guests on. I'm like, you know what? I want more. I want to get more people because I'm like, I noticed some things I didn't have access to. And until I saw, was able to see it. So I'm like, you made it. I want to show maybe a little girl will hear it. You know, dad's listening to the podcast in the car. You're on the podcast and boom, little girls inspired to be uh, in your line of work, you know? So. Yeah. Well, I, I, um, I love that. And I uh, was, this was not what I thought I was going to do (laughs) with my life. I actually went to school to be an art teacher and I was, um, I was a teacher overseas in Australia for a few years. And then when I moved, I'm from Toronto. And when I moved back to Toronto, I got a part-time job here for a couple of years. And I started my first business, which was actually in aesthetics. It's a really long story, but it was like a side hustle for me that I could do from home. And I, that really gave me like this taste of what, what 
it was like to have unlimited possibility or to feel like I had unlimited possibility. Like it was my business. I got to choose who I was working with, how much money I was making. It felt like something that could go anywhere. Um, and it actually ended up, you know, really inspiring me to leave my career as a teacher. And because I like who I am is just a creative as an entrepreneur. Like mm -hmm. I just never gave myself that permission before. And I started um, launching courses and programs specifically for people in the aesthetics industry. And that really blew up for me. And from there I've bridged into mindset manifestation business for just more of the general population. Uh, but that's what my business looks like is I launch courses and programs to mostly business owners, though I do have a couple collaborations in my business where we speak uh, exclusively about mindset and manifestation for anyone wanting to create change in their life, regardless of if you have a business or not. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So that's my little. <laughs> hey, that's, that's, that's amazing. Like it's showing again, it's showing that people, you went from what's I would consider the industrial world, like the real yep. world. Yep. And you took your knowledge and you're like, well, I have to use the digital world to get bigger if I want to compete against these other companies yep. and work with who I want. You figured that out and you're like, I'm going to share my knowledge with people. So you created the courses and it just, and that just continued creating the, the world you wanted. And now who yep. knows what's next? Yeah. What is next? What is next? Uh, well, I've just, um, I've set some pretty big intentions for 2021. I'm working towards my first hundred K month. Nice. <laughs> Not that I've, I'm, I haven't even quite hit half of that in a month, but that's okay. I'm looking for a quantum leap. Um, and takes one client, takes one client, one client, one, I've just hired a coach. That's what she's all about is like, you know, it's really about deciding what you want and then having the balls to go for it. And it's not that it's like not super uncomfortable. It's not that there isn't this part of me. That's like, who the hell do you think you are to imposter even say, syndrome. yeah. Oh my God. So much imposter syndrome. <laughs> but I felt that way when I started my business too, I felt that way when I thought maybe I could make $10,000 in a month, you know, maybe I could work for myself. Maybe I could have like a, abundant freedom filled life. Like I, I felt like who the heck do I think I am? And within a short period of time, I've created it. So really all you have to have is the desire and then the, you know, wherewithal just to take small steps. Like if you love podcasting or if you love mm -hmm. having conversations with people, start a podcast, even if you don't know, like just trust what you're feeling called towards. And that's what the journey has looked like for me was just step by step by step. Even long before I knew what it was that I was building, I was just I was just always someone that was explorative and creative. And that has led me here, a, a willingness to honor that intuition in a world that tells you not to most oh of the time. <laughs> I love that. Cause I felt every single part of that, everything you said, I'm like, yep, I, I feel that that's what I feel, feel in my soul because I'm like, I, I, I did everything that was safe. I didn't do what was for yeah. me. I did the safe job. I work at a very nice, amazing company. Like I have no problems there, but it's, it's not what I want to do. It's not, I like talking to people. So yeah. I was like, okay, podcasting, let's try podcasting. First podcast was a failure, <laughs> but how you, it, that's how you grow though. Yeah. And so then I'm like, I had a, I had a situation and then I started, I had a manifestation, a bad manifestation. Then I started in looking to the world differently and becoming better. And then like slowly 2020, yes, it was horrible but it also was such a great growth for me. Yeah. And I realized I, people are making a living online. So now my time to jump on it and talk to people who are doing it before they become super rich. So I started that and it, the connections I made, like 
the my last episode for season one because you're my you're my third guest on season three. Oh, awesome yeah um my first guest uh, my last guest on season one is a guest out of uh victoria bc who is mm-hmm. a linkedin specialist he knows how to oh, connect cool. people through linkedin and well, that was amazing like a big win for him with him but using his strategy I was able to get, land a huge CEO, uh, a multi, uh, sorry, multi entrepreneur company. Okay. Like he's sold three companies, one failed. Um, he now has a, an incubator hub in France and owns a rugby team. Wow. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm a nobody in Montreal, all of a sudden talking to this big guy in fr- from France. So it's like, wow, this is amazing. So mm-hmm. for me, it's, I'm super happy because like I, I already, I've manifested. That's what I wanted. I want a big, a, that's a amazing. Huge, like a huge guest, you know, f- to close out my second season. And for me, that's a huge guest. He may be like, I've never done this. I'm a nobody in France, you know? So, you know. Yeah. And that's why I think it's so important for people to let go of their logic, because logically, you probably would have told yourself that that wasn't possible having, you know, a, a podcast that you're still growing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's just so not true. We can quantum leap our way into any reality we desire, but we have to stop arguing for it not being possible for ourselves. Yeah. We have to we have to invest in ourselves. We have to believe in ourselves to become what we want. If you want to be the best tire mechanic in the world, go be the best tire mechanic <laughs> in the world. You don't have to be the best podcaster. Yeah. Just be the, be the tire mechanic that you want in the world. Simple yep. as that. Absolutely. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so when did you start getting into like the mindfulness, bringing the mindfulness into your, uh, your, your business model and that? Well, it was always, um, it was actually really what prompted me to start the business in the first place. And oh. even when it was, helping people um, in the aesthetics world, a lot of what I taught them was mindset and manifestation. Um, but I, I was always someone who I, I sort of named myself a quote unquote realist like, where <laughs> I, think, I didn't really, I think a lot of us did. Yeah. I didn't really believe in any of this stuff. Every time someone said like, everything happens for a reason. I didn't, it, it, I didn't prescribe to it. Um, even though I think deep down, like we all have like those intuitive you know, our soul is down there inside of us somewhere, even when we're really asleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for years, I would say things like, well, I know things always work out for me. And I believe that. So they do. So I would say things like that, which was very much like a belief system that manifested in my favor. But then at the same time, I'd be like, any one small decision or mistake can change the rest of your life. Like I believed that. Um, so basically, what happened was like, uh, maybe four, five years ago, I started getting pretty heavy into my own self-development work. I took a couple of seminars here in Toronto and I had what I sort of describe as like my spiritual awakening where it was like in an instant, I was listening to a YouTube video. Um, I don't know if you listen to Abraham Hicks at all. I, so I, I know of Mr. Hicks. Okay. Um, uh, it's actually, a. uh, <laughs> I know Abraham sounds like a man's name. So Abraham Hicks is a channeler and it's actually a woman who channels Abraham. Um, I know okay. it's very confusing anyways, but they teach all on like law of attraction. They had a big part in like the secret. So um, yes, through the secret, I've that's right. Okay. So, yeah. Yes. I know of Abraham Hicks cause my mother. Yeah. So I know of the secret. I, I tried it. It didn't work because I was in a bad mindset. So I put it right. aside, but 
now since my 2019 when I had my I had a mental break with my family um I start I now can relate back to oh shit what they were saying was true when I listened to it like five six years ago you know and that's uh was my experience as well I was like this is a nice idea but (laughs) it's ridiculous yeah it's ridiculous um but I was listening to uh, an Abraham Hicks interview with Oprah, actually, because I was like newly awoke, awakened, <laughs> right? And I'm like listening to, yeah, everything that was coming my way, I was, I was listening to it. Um, and I just had this moment where they were describing like everything happens for a reason, but not because it's predetermined. Everything happens for a reason because we are all just getting what it is that we're a vibrational match for. So everything happens for a reason because, you know, like attracts like essentially. And I just had this moment of like, like clarity where no one had to convince me of anything when it came to manifestation. I just knew it was true. And it was like a remembering. That's how I described like your spiritual awakening is like, you're not learning things. You're, you're remembering them. You're coming back into alignment with who you actually are. The parts of you that, you know, society kind of washed out of you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The sky's not blue in your picture. Yeah, it is. It's green. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So, um, so I, from there, I was just like, I mean, I think it was within a matter of weeks. That was in January of four years ago. Within a matter of weeks, I just knew, like, okay, well, if we can have whatever we can align ourselves with energetically, if we can manifest whatever it is that we want, then. I'm not going to work, you know, this teaching is an incredible career. It was Mm -hmm. never something I felt like I brought my heart and soul to. Like I just, you know, I would leave as soon as I could leave. I didn't like marking. I would rush through certain lessons and stuff like that. And kids obviously deserve better. Um, And so it was like, but I had chosen that career because I thought that I was limited. I thought that Mm -hmm. we were all limited. Right. And that's what was realistic. So I just knew immediately. That was the safe go-to. Right. Exactly. It made total sense for me to be a teacher. And what I'm doing now is teaching people. So it is, you know, it is all. Previous occupation is helping you. Exactly. That's how it always goes. Um, Yeah. So I, within a couple of months had told my school that I was leaving and I didn't even know well, I had my other business that was doing well for me at the time, but I knew I was going to build something online. I knew I wanted like freedom. I knew I wanted to build something that had the capacity to grow to millions and millions of dollars. I didn't really know what that was at the time, but I just set the intention for it. <laughs> I hired my first coach. I left my job and I just quickly figured out, like, I love talking, not just mindset and manifestation, but specifically to business owners. I love helping other women. I speak now to men as well, but I love helping other people to realize what it is that they're capable of through growing their business, growing their confidence in their business and in their capacity to make money. <laughs> I love that. I love that you're bringing, so you're bringing the Canadian helping everybody, you know, being friendly <laughs> with everybody to like, you're just making it a business model by helping other people and showing that, Hey, if you help them, they'll help you somehow in the future. You know, it's just, oh, I love it. Yeah, well, my business model is a lot of free content. Um, Instagram, I have actually not one, but two. I I have a podcast and a podcast that I co-host with a friend of mine. Um, And I've done, you know, lots of trainings and uh, all kinds of stuff. But then I have, you know, like I said, courses and programs that people who are wanting to actually work with me and Mm. take things to the next level can invest in. So I think that by putting that value out into the world, it inevitably does come back to you. Yeah, it is. You're going, look this is what I can give you. Try my free stuff. If you enjoy Mm -hmm. the free content, then you know I do offer something 
where it's money. If this helps you make money, then you're like, imagine what I can do if you pay me to make you money, you know? Exactly. <laughs> you're not paying me and I'm giving you free money here. So <laughs> I think it's it's great that that is a better way because I think we grew up in a world where you had to pay first and you didn't know if you were going to get a charlatan, you know, the snake oil salesman, yep. you know, and then you find out it's a multi-level marketing scheme and you're like, well, there goes $500 of my life. Yeah. Yeah, well things are really shifting. Like you said at the beginning, like things are shifting much more into, I'm going to say a feminine energy. And that's not, that doesn't mean mm-hmm. women. That means like the spirit, like Care, we have to have caring. both. Yeah. Caring. We have to have like both masculine and feminine, but the masculine way of doing things is like, you know, hustle, be brute have, force, yeah, brute force, brute muscle. force, force people to buy your stuff, convince yeah. them that they need it. The feminine way of doing things is much more like, I mean, I know for me, most of my income comes from people who have bought for me over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't happen if I didn't, you know, show up from a place of authentically caring about their success, uh, building their trust. Like that's what I do through my free content. People feel that they can trust me. That's why they exactly. want to buy from me. Um, and so I do love seeing that shift happen, not just in, you know, this kind of niche, but across the board, companies that don't have great customer service or great products are failing. Mm-hmm. And we are also seeing the fall of the Karens, where if you're an, a shitty customer, you, you will, or a yeah. shitty person, you will fall, you know? So yeah. it, I, I like that shift of more positivity. Like you, you said, more nurturing and yeah. more caring, the more feminine energy styles. Like it's, it's the yin and the yang, you know, the, we're, we're balancing out everything in the feminine energy. There's a masculine energy and in the masculine energy, there's exactly. some feminine. Yeah. And you really do have to have both. And I have seen it the other way where someone is so in the feminine energy that they're not taking any action in their business. And mm-hmm. that doesn't work either. <laughs> like, if you're going to no. build a business, yeah. you got to do stuff. <laughs> you kind of have to be a little more ruthless. You got to, yeah. you know, got to be willing to get your hands a little dirty, you know, make yeah. some unhappiness, you know, Yeah. but no, that is true. I really, I love that. Cause I, I had no idea where this conversation was going and we're having this really like, I won't say woke, but a really enlightened <laughs> in conversation that it also it helps business owners because you have to look on look at something else, look at a different niche. Like you went from a very specific niche in aesthetics, mm-hmm. right? And you're like, I need, I, I, I want to be the best. You went to school for that. You got a, I'm pretty sure you got uh, certifications, right? And then you went, okay, the next step is I want to teach people what I've learned yeah. and to grow the business side because there's already courses to learn how to do it, but no one's talking about doing a business. So that's exactly what it was. Actually, that's why it was so successful for me was that, especially at that time, there were so many people getting trained in, you know, certain aesthetic services, but hardly anyone talking about how to actually build the business. So when I started talking about it, people just like, you know, thought I was You're like, <laughs> like, Oh my God, tell me, tell me more. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, so that yeah. was really successful for me. I always had the intention of using that as like a stepping stone sort of, um, into more, like I wanted to speak to people with online businesses. I love content creation. Mm-hmm. I love having these kinds of conversations. I love, um, you know, helping people basically impact lives through being course creators and, and coaches as well. But when, if, in case there is anyone listening to this who wants to go the course creation route, um, because there's a lot of people getting into the e-learning industry, and I think that there's a need for it right now, especially, mm-hmm. you have to first, you know, launch something or offer something that you can really get your belief and your energy behind. Yeah. Don't, uh, and I made this mistake in the beginning. I was like, I want to talk about manifestation. And so I launched a manifestation course, but all I was left with was 
so much imposter syndrome <laughs> that nobody signed up. And mm -hmm. so once I started launching a course around something I felt so confident in, you know, it was just inevitable that my people would manifest. And from there I was able to like bridge into now I do talk about manifestation and I sell courses to lots and lots of people on that specifically because I've built my way up to this point where I've manifested quite a freedom filled life for myself and people, I, I don't feel like an imposter. I feel like people should listen to me. Like, <laughs> I have look, something to offer. Yeah. I use manifestation over here. It yeah. <laughs> so if I'm talking about it here, yeah. it's probably going to work, you know? So yes, I love how you're, look, you're using, you know how to do something, but you're like, okay, first I have to prove it to myself or to others by doing it here. So yeah, exactly. by doing it over here, you're like, look, I use it over here. So obviously it's here. And like, the minute you start teaching people and like now you have multiple businesses, uh, business owners in the online world who have learned from you mm -hmm. and you have now these testimonials. Now you're, yeah. you, you're not just imposter. Like when someone you talk about, like, look, I do this. People are like, well, she talked about, she talked about manifestation and she talked about statics over here. It's even more, you know, like, and people are paying her. So we should listen to her. So it, like it builds your credibility as well. Well, the imposter syndrome, which is a really interesting topic, it just like there's always more layers to it because now I'm working towards a much bigger goal, which means I'm charging a lot more for my services. Mm -hmm. And so there's a whole nother level of imposter syndrome where it's like at these prices, I know people should work with me and they manifest and it's easy at those prices, which is like twice the amount Like, who the heck am I, <laughs> you know, and so you're constantly having to evolve who you are for yourself. And that's part of the beauty of setting bigger goals for yourself is it forces you to become someone new as uncomfortable as that might be. Yeah. I have a huge goal. Well, I don't look, I don't like using the term goal because for me, I tried to use goals when I was younger and it never yeah. did it. So I'm, it's a destination for me. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I like the destination. Cause I, I do like the journey is fun because it's like, okay, how am I going to get there? That's my goal. That's the destination. I will get there. I know I will you know, manifesting yes. it, yes. I, I, not will it's, it's not maybe, or if, when I get there, I'm going to yeah. get there. You know, I'm it's, it's inevitable. If it takes 50 yeah. years, it takes 50 years. I'm getting to that point, you know, it won't, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> but so I was like, okay, how do I do it? And then like stuff started popping up and then I'm like, okay, yeah. I, by the end of this year, I'm going to be self-employed, you know, I'm going to be working as my own boss, you know, that's my goal. And so what you've just said is like the number one business tip or even manifestation tip that I give people, which is like, if you're not in complete conviction around where you're going and the fact that it's inevitable for you, like look deeper at what's preventing you. Because when people approach business or anything for that matter, from a place of hope, it's just not a very compelling energy. And when shit gets rocky, which it does, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you're, you're going to give up. Right. And I see this all the time. And this is part of the reason, like I charge quite a lot for my coaching because I want someone who's like, committed. like if I committed and has, is willing to put skin in the game, because it's not, it, it's truly an investment. It's not any kind of risk for them. There's no risk. If you've decided where you're going, yeah. <laughs> right? like, I can't, like, I know I'm like, I'm going to like, I'm glad I had this conversation with you because now I know one of my other goals after my first goal is to work with you. I can't oh. afford you right now. I know I can't <laughs> just by you saying I've already doubled my thing. I'm like, I can't afford that. I can't afford $0. So if it's <laughs> double zero, I can't, you know, but I'm like, one of my goals is to work with you just as one of my goals was to work with my, my last guest 
for my last season, you know, like I was like, I'm going to get someone that can help me here. Boom, manifested. And I got yep. to talk to him. I'm like, holy crap. And then I yeah. got the bigger guest. And I'm like, if my goal is to get, be self-employed and then work with Lauren, it's mm-hmm. going to happen. Like, I yeah. know it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when, when is it going to happen? And I'm going to say two years In two years, yeah. boom, we're working together. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah. And I, one of like the biggest things to be like, the biggest tools I have in terms of being self-aware and a shift you can quickly make that's going to have you start manifesting more and bigger and easier is just to be aware of the story you're telling about that thing that you want. So I know the way that you've just told the story of all these things that you're desiring, they're going to happen for you because the way that you're regarding them is like, it's just a matter of time. What most people do is they say, well, I want this thing, but, and all the universe or whatever, you know, you believe in life hears is, but I can't have it. I want this thing, but I can't have it. Meanwhile, there was like unlimited resources and things willing to rush in to help you, but you cut yourself off from it by deciding that it wasn't possible. So being aware of like, what's the story I'm telling about this. I often, even just a quick little like swap out is replacing the word, but with, and so if it's like, I really want to go on this super expensive trip and I don't have the money for it right now. That's like a solution oriented statement. Mm-hmm. You're open to how could you possibly get the money to go on the trip as opposed to like, but I don't have the money and I probably never will. It's like dead in the water. No possibility. Yeah. Right? I, and I, and with you saying that, and I'm just thinking like, everything's like remembering some, some of the things that I used to do. Like my friends go on summer vacation, but I don't now. I know. Mm. And I don't, I don't. And it just like every year just proves proves the point. And then it's finally like, no, I'm going on summer vacation. Like (laughs) this shit, I'm going, excuse my French. Um, But yeah, I'm going on summer vacation because that's where I want to go, you know? And then I went to Cuba and I'm like, I shouldn't go to, like, I was like, I shouldn't go to Cuba, but I need this. (laughs) So I was like, yeah, I went. And so it's like, wow, I'm in Cuba. I really like this. And then I was like, well, I went to Cuba. I'm finally going to go to Ireland. I went to Ireland. I'm like, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Had a great time. I can't wait to go back. Made so many friends. And I'm like, I was supposed to go back. 2020 was my year to go back. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I had some big bucket list travel items too, but that's okay. They're coming, right? It's coming. It's, it's, it's 2020 was a good year for me because I will get that travel that I want. Yeah. It just, I, 2020 allowed me that second breath to realize how I'm going to get that, that or on that destination. I needed to get through the woods to see the road. One know? thing I think people need to be so aware of that most people are not at all, mm-hmm. especially in 2020, I saw so much of this is like everything that you state as a truth about your life is a self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> so you got to stop talking about your life in reg- like we think, well, this is just the way things are. And so I'm going to talk about it. Right. Um, I see it like an example I give all the time is in the dating world. Well, there's no good people left. There's no good men left. There's no good women left. Um, I, I'm just not good at X, Y, and Z. I could never figure out how to do what you've done. And it's like, none of those things are true. Even if you have a whole lifetime of evidence, it's Mm -hmm. true because you're talking about it. The world is showing you more evidence for it. You're manifesting it. We actually have in our brains, what's called the reticular activation system which is basically the part of the brain that filters out relevant information. So it's the reason why when you walk through a crowded room, not anymore, but when you walk through a crowded room, <laughs> pre-COVID, and, so, yeah, and, some, and someone says your name, you hear it, even though there was a whole bunch of people talking, it's because the brain said, oh, that's a piece of information 
that so and so needs. This is a very important needs. sound. Yeah, exactly. Name. So when you are holding on to all these beliefs, the brain is going, she wants evidence for there, she wants information to support this belief that she has or this thing that she's thinking about. And so when you're like, I can't have that, or men can't be trusted. That's just an easy, I hear women say that. I used to, I feel like I've up leveled out of those circles, but I used to have a lot of like female. You still clients. hit it. You still hit it. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, no one's perfect. Like, you know, we all stumble. Yeah. But it's like, like you're only going to get evidence for that one, because you're going to manifest the people into your life who are a reflection of that. Everything you put out there is what you're getting back. Your whole life is a reflection of you. I know that's a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow. They would rather point the blame finger. Social (laughs) media showed us that yes, it's a reflection of our own life. And look at like this year in particular, well, last year now, but is so it's been so interesting to me what people proclaim as being true for them. I mean, even our own bodies respond to the way that we talk about ourselves. So if you're in like a ton of fear around getting COVID and you're talking about how fearful you, it's not that it's bad to be fearful. It's not that it's bad to take precautions, but don't talk about the possibility of getting COVID if you don't want to get COVID. Like (laughs) this is how I think of how I did it. And the way you're explaining, I'm like, that makes sense. How I was thinking, you know, Uh like, when you buy a brand new car, like I got my first car, like when I paid for my first car, I was like uh-huh. super happy. Then I saw everybody with the same exact car. I'm like, <laughs> right, exactly. I don't feel special anymore. <laughs> but then also with you bringing and I, I, another point, like you said, I need to find evidence. I'm finding evidence in my head that yeah. proves what you're saying is true. Yes. I was, wow, that was crazy. Um, sorry. Then you, uh, you were talking, I'm like, it's, it's true. Like everything I've ever done in my life, I've always thought this will happen. Like this will happen if I do this, right. this, but some of the best times of my life, I didn't care what the out- outcome was as long as it was fun. And it's like, just thinking that it was like, I remember one of the first dates I went on with a, a girl, I, it was in a pizza parlor. It wasn't even like a super nice thing, but we were dressed really nice in this pizza parlor. And I was joking around with her, having fun with her. And like, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, okay, that worked there. And then there was some other things. And like, it's just, wow, it's so true. Like it's, I'm looking for evidence, my brain right. being scientific, you know, I'm we're, we're kind of like a scientific, like mumbo jumbo, you know, when I was younger, oh, don't believe that. And then now like, I'm finding evidence that no, through your whole life, Phil, you really should have listened to that. Yep. Like, look, look here, this happened there. And then this day, you know, I'm, and you're just proving it. My brain is manifesting it. I'm manifesting it in life. Yeah. Yeah. So just be aware of like, what are the things that you state to be true about yourself? And the other thing is like the subconscious mind, which runs 95% of our brain activity throughout Mm -hmm. the day. So 95% of the thoughts you think on a day-to-day basis, which is like 60 to 70,000 in a day, you're not even choosing. It's just on autopilot. It's subconscious, but the subconscious brain is very um, obedient. It will take into account anything that you repeatedly tell it. So when we're like, I'm really not good at this, or I just am bad in relationships, or this may never happen for me or my success, you know, is, like hopefully it comes but it probably won't like the subconscious just re it's like oh okay (laughs) and then so it's just this like triple fold thing that happens where your brain looks for evidence of it you start wiring it in as a subconscious belief the universe sends you evidence for it and so it's like before you got to go to the root of 
you know, what the, the root of everything in your life is the story that you're telling or the things that you're proclaiming to be true. And the more that we can become aware of our self-talk, the more there's an opportunity to shift it and just ask yourself, Hey, this thing that I believe to be true about me, is it, is that actually true? A story I always had about myself was like, I'm really bad at sports. I just had memories from like the fourth grade being picked last for, you know, gym class, whatever. And so that was just a story that I had. And I, and I would make fun of myself almost. I have really bad, like hand-eye coordination at high speeds. And then like in the last couple of years, I was like, is that true though? Because inside that belief, I never let myself play sports. <laughs> I never like volunteer to go and play volleyball on the beach with my friends. I'm like, no, no, I'm bad at sports. When in reality, like there's these other things that are sport-like, like cycling and running that I always really excelled at that were outside of that like label of sports, right? Yeah. So the point of telling that story is just like, I may never find out if I actually could have been phenomenal at sports because I had a belief that I wasn't and there was never going to be a reality outside of that belief if I held on to the belief, which I did. <laughs> but, it, but it's true. Like, I think um, I'm not going to question your age, but I, I feel that we're in this somewhat of the same generational period. I'm 32. <laughs> I don't care. So I'm older than you. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's good. That, that makes yeah. me feel fun. But no, we're, we're from the same generation where our parents told us to be safe the whole yeah. time we were, yes. we grew up safe. Like, look, you can't, because they didn't get to get their dreams because their dreams were to be, oh, like yep. a teacher or, uh, you know, a rocket scientist, but they, they never got their dreams because their parents, this and that. And so they, they didn't want us to get crestfallen and like hurt. Yep. So they're like, they created a world for us where we, we wouldn't have it. So they put that limiting belief on us. Yeah. And um, we're slowly coming out of that being like, no, anything is possible, which is freaky because I, I also went to school as a sociologist and an anthropologist. <laughs> so I'm taking my, th my thought process on that. It's like, wow, how will this affect societies looking back? And like, will this get us into like Star Trek period of time? Like, I don't know, I'm a Trek, you know, oh my God. Yeah, well, we definitely are in a time of awakening and mm -hmm. COVID really has played into that. Like you said, it's been a time of growth. I've had three other people say that to me just today. You know, I mean, I'm on a lot of calls talking about all <laughs> but this kind also, of stuff, so it comes up. Your brain is catching That's it true. because you're like, I heard this. Now you're hearing <laughs> again. Now you're getting more evidence. Oh my God. That's exactly how it works. But um, I think that our generation is, which is sort of like millennials slash yeah whatever the earlier one is. So it's Gen um, X and millennials. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think that our generation is, we're fundamental in this like awakening that's mm -hmm. happening. And, and I mean, it might take a hundred years or whatever, but we are, first of all, like the technology age, right? When mm -hmm. we were kids, technology didn't really exist the way that it, there was no internet. And then <laughs> now there is, right? The and internet was like, don't pick up the phone for the next two hours, please. <laughs> yeah. So grandma doesn't to die. <laughs> I can still hear like the dial up tone in my mind, yeah. but, um, but also our parents' generation really were like that working class. Like you get a job and if it pays decently, you keep it for 40 years and that's it. Don't mm -hmm. take any risk, get into the housing market. Like as soon as you possibly can, um, do what's logical and nobody really cares about what your dreams are. Yeah, <laughs> right. Much. And so, I mean, I'm very lucky and I have very supportive parents, but I also, 
you know, have had to really like assure them it's easier now because I'm doing well for myself and they, they trust me. But when I was a little bit younger, they were like, especially since they like helped me go through university and all that kind of stuff. It, it just, I know it still causes my mom all kinds of anxiety that I don't have a pension that I, you know, don't have these like traditional or even like a health plan or whatever. I'm like, mom, it's fine. I have one (laughs) client that will take care of every health problem for the rest of my life. (laughs) Like that's all I need. One client, then we're good. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, so it is interesting where it's like, I think that there are so many people in our generation that feel so called towards, you know, doing something like what we're doing, just investigating Mm -hmm. what it is that they love, but they're coming from this generation that is saying, no, you can't, or they just have a whole life worth of limiting beliefs and these you know, way, this way of approaching life, which is like, don't take any risk. Don't listen Mm -hmm. to your intuition, logic, 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 save all of your money, never spend on things that you don't absolutely need. And so it's like, you have to really break out of a lot of that. And I think that the generation after us, or like a few generations from now, kids that are being born today are like magical little beings. They, I think are not going to be, first of all, they're going to be raised a lot of the time by people who are more, you know, open and spiritually aware and all that kind of stuff. But also like I have a one-year-old niece and she just like, you can just tell like she's not going to be the person who anybody can force beliefs on. <laughs> and I see a lot of kids like that these days. You know? My nephew, my nephew. Right. Oh, I'm right. So I'm the godfunkle in my family. So I'm the, the godfather, but I'm also the fun uncle. Oh, cool. Okay. Which is the funkle part. Like I was happy being a funkle. My, my sister was like, you're also going to be the godfather. I'm like, oh, you know, like I was like, yes, you know, so and I see how smart he is yes. and how like, but also at the same time, how sensitive he is. Yeah. In tune. In tune with it. Uh-huh. And it's so great because like one, I f- completely forget when we were kids, we were exactly like that. Yes. When exactly. we were in elementary school and that we were friendly. We, we didn't, we didn't have hostilities. We weren't closed off. We were yeah. open and we've seen the internet allow us to be kind of reopen to see the world because we're making friends all over the world now and we're finding like-minded people so we're feeling supported by them to say it's okay yo try it bro i mean up your wings the internet is such a huge part in all of this because it's through content and other people and working with coaches. Like it's through the internet that I, I, it just never would have happened before. Mm. Like every piece of content I came across, every coach that I've hired, every conversation I have that allows me to, you know, open up more and more and more and become more in alignment with who we really are, which is love essentially, you know, hate and all that stuff is programmed in. That's not who we are as human beings naturally, but all of that's been through the internet. And I think there's just, we have, we're at such a, it's really exciting. It's a really exciting time. I'm so excited to to see. Yeah. I 100% agree. I'm so excited to see what's coming because like we grew up with like Star Trek and Star Wars. That's what's our, like, because of that, our parents, that was their level of, they grew up with the space program, right? So they were like, okay, spaceships, that's the next incarnation. And when we came along, we're like, where's our spaceships? We demand spaceships. So we're kind of making <laughs> fun of like the past generations, but we're also making movies that take where we want to be. And so yeah. like the movies are manifesting. And now look, we have Elon Musk. Like in, yeah. in at least another five, six years, 
who knows, we may have regular space travel mm-hmm. up and down, you know, and it's going to be relatively cheap, you know, maybe yeah. a few million dollars instead of a billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. Right. <laughs> Boom, we're done. I'm, 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 I'm another goal. <laughs> it's happening. But it's happening. You know, it's, it's going to, it's another destination, but it's true. Cause like we're looking, our generation is seeing further by because of the technology, like the communicators, no one thought before, we would have wireless communicators, you know? I know. And I know. Cell phones. And now we're ha- like folding phones. People are like, oh no, there'll never be a folding phone. I just saw a phone, like ro- a rolling phone. Like it, it literally is just, it's about this, this. When it's closed, it's the size, but you can literally extend it like this. Oh, wow. It rolls underneath <laughs> or like it rolls in somehow. And I'm like, okay, we're having rolling phones now. The next thing, what is it? it and then I'm watching Star Trek now, right? And they have the the Homs, like it's a badge and it just flips right in front of them. I'm like, that's yep. next. That's coming. <laughs> yeah. Sometime, maybe not my lifetime, but well, maybe my lifetime, who knows, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's so interesting to see that. And also the change in how we, our generation wasn't happy with like the, te- the, the destroying of the earth. And so we're like trying to figure yeah. out how to change yeah. the earth, make the earth better, you know? So yeah, it's all of this stuff that's shifting right now. And I think it is interesting. I mean, I'm not um, what I would consider a conspiracy theorist, but I do think that <laughs> I'm, I, uh, I'm just always open to like, because we don't know, we, we think we know things. No, we think no. the news is always telling, the news doesn't even always know, you know? Um, anyway, so I do think it's interesting that like in this time of awakening, there was this, like, there has been this great sort of suppression of us being able to connect with people in person. There's been like, you know, going months and months and months without actually like physically being around people, I think has, uh, I don't want to, again, I don't want to go into like the conspiracy theory side of things, but I think there's been like an effort almost to slow down some of this, not necessarily that it's any one person or anything like that, but it could be the universe slowing us down saying you're not there yet. Who knows? (laughs) I don't think, I think the universe always only wants growth and expansion, but um, anyways, but it's through putting us all under pressure that we've all been able to grow. Like people Mm -hmm. are becoming aware of what their stuff is. Um, Pressure creates diamond. Yeah, exactly. So um, I don't know. I think it's a really interesting time to be alive. And, And I think that we all play, a role because even like through being on this podcast with you, this conversation might, you know, might sit with somebody who's listening, who mm-hmm. like, I don't even know who it is. You might not know who it is, but we might say one thing that triggers something within them or, or offers a puzzle piece and like their growth experience or whatever it is. So um, it, it's, it's really like this collective thing that's happening. And it, all it really requires is for each of us to give ourselves permission to be more of who we are and to honor what feels good and inviting and fun for us as individuals. I fully agree. I <laughs> fully, fully agree. And what's really funny is I was like thinking, I'm like, okay, I got my business side down. I know where I'm going. I have it. I have my roots in the ground, but what, what, what is this? Like, how did I do this? And like now talking to you and you're telling me about this manifestation, I had no idea this is what the conversation was going to be about. And so for me, I'm super happy because I'm like, I, I now know for it, it, this podcast, I made this really for me because originally yeah. I wanted to figure out how to be a digital entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I was like, I put it out there. I wanted to be a di- looking for evidence. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> I put out, I wanted to be a digital entrepreneur. I ended up finding a lot of people who did it. Plus, you know, with, through YouTube as well. So I'm like, okay, I've locked in on what I want to do. And now I was like, but what do I do next? Like, how do I figure out what to do next? And how did I do that? And like, I'm talking with you and you're like, you manifested it, dude. Like, come on. Yeah. Well, that's um, what I always say to people that are wanting to start businesses or even wanting to grow their business. You don't have to figure out how you can't anyways. And even if you thought you had it figured out, it wouldn't end up going that way in terms of your growth. Cause you're um, going to be locked in on this. Like I, I yeah. need to do it this way. Yes. So what I always tell people is set the intention, know where it is that you desire to go. And that might be like a certain lifestyle or just as a certain type of feeling about the life that you live, where it's like, for me, it was freedom. I wanted to feel freedom. And I had no idea what my business was supposed to look like. I just knew that that's what I was being drawn towards. So I set that intention and then I let things line up for me. And this is really how manifestation works is, you know, you put these intentions out there and the right people, the, the ideas, the intuitive sort of nudges that you get, the conversations you need, it all just comes to you or through you. And it is getting, so I always say like, know where it is that you're going, take like the next step that feels good. And I know that that's a really hard thing to wrap people's minds around a lot of the time when they're like, no, I need a business plan. Mm -hmm. I need to know how this is going to, yeah, how is this going to work? Yeah, exactly. But it just, it, you just have, you don't know. And with that plan, you're going to be cutting yourself off from like big things that are wanting to come in because you've Mm -hmm. got the blinders on. Right. So if you'd been like, I'm starting, like you said, you had a podcast. If you've been like, this is the podcast that I need to make work. And here's how that growth is going to look. You wouldn't have actually found this other opportunity that I'm sure feels much more aligned for you. So much. I feel happier. I feel like just, just my spirit feels better. And just for me, my spirit feeling better is all I need. Yeah. So, and like, every time I speak with someone new, I one I learn how to be a better interviewer. I learn how to make my podcast better because it's a new season. So I do a full season. I take a few days, realize, or actually a few weeks, figure out what I did good and what I did wrong. Okay. What can I do to fix it? And I, then it just gets better and better. And like sooner or later, man, I could be like talking on the street, on the streets, like Gary V, you know, some dude following me and all of a sudden, you know, I'm talking to fortune 500 companies. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't, and I, one of my favorite people to get quotes from is actually Steve jobs. And he talks about like, I mean, I think he was actually quite spiritual in his approach to growing Apple, whether Mm -hmm. he identified with it being that way, but he talks about like, just following your intuition over anything else and knowing that there's like something in your corner, whether you can see it or not. And it, it, anyways, I can't remember his exact quote, but it really is something along the lines of like, just step, like just take steps. Right. And he built like, uh, I don't know. He how built much Pixar is, yeah. and he built Apple. Like yeah. just he, not only one company worth billions, he made a second one right. that made like movies that we all like yeah. connected with, like, and he made technology. So like just the simple fact of how he just create used Apple to make Pixar and then Pixar to make Apple even better. It's like, yeah. And, and do you think he was like, I'm going to start this computer company and this is exactly how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to oh. be exactly like IBM and yeah. Microsoft. No, yeah. He's like, I want a computer company. Let's make a computer company. How we, you're, you're designing next? friendly. Yeah. <laughs> you like designing, you do that. You yeah. do that work. Yeah. One step at a time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
my God. All right. So we're getting to the end of the uh, podcast. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the opportunity to mm-hmm. sell yourself. Oh. So I'm just going to hold on. Give me a second. I don't want to be on the screen for this. I need to oh, wow. move myself. You get the whole thing. Hide so <laughs> Go up here. Sell myself. So am I talking about my. Just you. Just anything you want to sell. So we're going to get rid of that and get rid of that. And then we get rid of that. Boom. You're full screen now. I'm making you look good. Hold on. (laughs) Front and center. Front and center. And Instagram over here. Going to edit all this out because this is not fun. (laughs) All right. You are good to go. Go ahead. Sell yourself. Um, Sell myself. Well, I mean, to be honest, in my business, I don't try and sell myself to anybody. I believe that the people who are meant to work with me know that they're meant to work with me and that sales get to be easy where people, you know, I, I teach a really what I call an aligned, like my, my, my uh, podcast is the aligned entrepreneur. And it's all about, you know, working on your beliefs, trusting in the process, not it's more of like the feminine energy. So for me, um, the people that I work with and what I help people to do is build a business that is so aligned with them and that is capitalizing or leveraging the power of our energy, the power of our beliefs. Um, so I'm not here to, I think that people who want to work with me, I resonate something I say or things I say resonate with them. That's why they choose to, you know, invest in working with me. I do have, um, a brand new one-on-one program. It's a six month mentorship. I've just put it up on my website uh, for 2021. I have a, a course launching next month that I do with a good friend of mine. And it's called the quantum creators course. And it's all about like the quantum physics side of manifestation. It's like, it's like my favorite course ever. And it only launches twice a year. It's really, really like next level showing people how their beliefs actually do, or not just their beliefs, their thoughts uh, actually do create reality at like a subatomic level. Um, and that was like such a big like source of empowerment for me. Once I understood just how powerful my thoughts were, I was able to use them to create whatever it is that I wanted. I had quantum leaps all over the place. Um, anyways, so yeah, I mean, I've got a couple of different offers coming out, but ultimately I just ask people to come on over to my audience. If you resonate with what I'm talking about, I have a ton of content all over the internet. (laughs) Instagram is kind of a place where it all comes together. And I like to advertise my different podcasts and, um, whatever it is that I'm up to share just my day-to-day stuff being at home. (laughs) I have a new dog. That's kind of what I'm doing. <laughs> you have a new puppy? There's a new puppy? Yeah, the, uh, I can't get him. He's in his crate, unfortunately. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Go to the- as, <laughs> as long as there, I know there's a puppy on Instagram, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, so um, that's what I'd say is like, if I resonate with you guys, if you are into, if this, I always ask like, does it resonate on like a deep level? Because that's what it, sh- when we are being called towards something it should resonate on like a, like I always hear people say like, I just knew I had to work with you or I just knew that what you were saying was the way that I needed to approach my business or whatever. So um, yeah, I mean, what you see is what you get, but I do have a lot to offer. And um, I think that I'm worth (laughs) a listen or a follow. I'll help you with your business, whether it's, whether you have a business or you're just wanting to manifest stuff in your life, I'm here for that too. See, this is amazing. I'm so happy. Oh my God. Um, So yes, obviously you can see if you're watching the video of this, her Instagram is at Laura C. Saunders. Lauren. Lauren, Lauren, sorry. C. Saunders. That's okay. Lauren. People mix that up all the time. 
Lauren C. Saunders, I'm not a horrible person. I should know my guest's name, <laughs> yeah, okay. but she also has her LinkedIn, uh, her link tree where you can find all of her stuff there, which is great because that's yeah. going to be the main link in this podcast. Um, so it makes my life a lot easier. Thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess I should have told people like where they can find me. <laughs> that's but probably no. part of what you meant. <laughs> but no, that's fine too, because that gave me an opportunity okay, cool. to tell other people about Linktree, which is a great thing if you're a business yeah. entrepreneur, social media person, have that in your bios. Because if yes. not, it just go, you can tell them to go to one place and then boom, it's all there. Yeah. Um, but I want to thank you so much for being a guest. It's, it's amazing having you on. I, I can't wait for this to launch. Um, I believe, give me a second. I'll tell you exactly when it's launching or it's dropping because I planned it all out. Smart next level. <laughs> Your podcast is coming out on the 30th of March. Oh, awesome. Okay. So you'll cool. get, you'll get a little media package beforehand and uh, yeah. So awesome. I thank you so much for being a guest. Uh, make sure you follow her. And I'm pretty sure I have something I'm saying at the end of this, but I haven't cool. recorded it yet. It's going to be recorded later. Remember, invest in yourself and manifest it by going to listen to Lauren's podcast. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, Phil. I had a really good time. Me too. Bye-bye. Bye. I had so much fun talking with Lauren on this episode and listening back to it. So much knowledge that was shared. Oh my God. Uh, it's incredible. Um, I've been listening to her podcast. Pardon me. I've been listening to her podcast for the last little while since we actually recorded the show. And it's so packed with information for you that it's amazing that you guys will enjoy it fully. So, if you really like her show, go listen to it. It's in the show notes down below. If you've enjoyed this conversation, go share some love. All her links are in the show notes down below because she was a friend of the show. You guys should make friends with her. Um, again, if anything in this episode you really enjoyed, make sure you share it with a friend because uh, that's the only way they're going to grow as a people. As you know, I've uh, had the chance to interview over 24 digital entrepreneurs, millionaire CEOs, and so many others over the last three months by podcasting. And with their lessons I learned from talking with them, I was able to launch my first client's podcast to help his brand awareness. You definitely will hear more about that later in the season. But if you want a sneak peek, make sure you're following us on Facebook by searching Invest in Yourself Pod. While he was so impressed at how well the podcast launch went and with the quality of work that I did, that he started getting booked on other podcasts that now get thousands of downloads. Like these, these are amazing podcasters. And I promise you, more on that on those podcasters soon. Anyways, all this is to say I'm writing a book to help business owners, entrepreneurs, freelancers, and influencers launch a podcast with minimal costs and barely any monthly upkeep. This will then funnel more business to you, which then will pay for the pod for itself. The podcast will pay for itself. If you'd like to get an advanced copy of this, send me an email at book at philbetterinc.com and I'll make sure you're, you'll be one of the first. Now, if you're listening to this past episode, still send me the email. I'll definitely send you the link to buy the book. Again, thank you for being amazing fans of the show and sharing it with your friends, your family, and anybody who listens when you find an episode interesting. I am, of course, Phil Better, and please remember, invest in yourself. <laughs>